I just want to take a second to talk about before we get into everything else. Yeah, we've we got a lot to talk ton about. To talk about, yeah, an American hero, an American hero, America, American. Roger Mandigo. Roger Mandigo. Mm-hmm. You know who that is, of course. No, of course I don't know who. Why would I know who Roger Mandigo is? Well, I, I just thought in the greater landscape of America, you would know the scientist from the University of Nebraska. Oh boy, who is credited with the technology used to make an American classic sandwich. At McDonald's. Wait, are you talking about... The McRib. You're talking about the McRib sandwich. That's right. The worst thing... The University of Nebraska. <laughs> thank you very much. The, You're welcome, everybody. It's a blight on the food landscape. Are you... You don't like the McRib? The McRib is the worst. No. It's I, so gross. I avoid McDonald's it's, like most of the time. It's the most overrated sandwich no. in history. And then when I see the McRib, guess what happens? That and the Monopoly game. Guess what happens? Okay, you gotta go I'd play go the to, Yeah, game. I go to Monopoly yeah. game, and if it happens to coincide with the McRib, double play. Perfect. How could you possibly? It's, it's you, just, you tell me you did not eat one McRib since the McRib came back? Not since it came back this last time. Here's so you the had before? I have had a McRib before. Okay. I had one to see if it was worth the hype. And guess what? It was. It was not. Oh, okay. It's so gross. Ray, the McRib's been back for like two weeks. Ask, how, many, how many McRibs do you think I've had in two weeks? Oh, my gosh. A dozen. No, not that many. Come on. I'm just, but it's... Uh, Probably five or six. Why would you buy? I wasn't that far off. Yeah. You had a half dozen. You were 50% off. Okay, I'll take it. You know how many I've had in the last two weeks? Zero. None. Okay. And I always get it with the Dr. Pepper. I don't know. It's just a, it's a great flavor flavor profile, Ray. You know? Ugh. It's like a p- good pairing, you know? We're going to, oh, tomorrow night, we're going to be celebrating Halloween, and we're going to be doing that chocolate and yeah. wine so pairing. You, so you're coming to that, then? Maybe. Maybe. Okay, fair enough. So uh, here's, see, this is what I wanted to say is, oh, by the way, hey, everybody. <laughs> You're listening to episode 68 of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, Brent's going to do everything in his power, just like I did last week to not talk about the Royals in the World Series. Brent's probably going to do everything in his power, too. Oh, no. I want to talk oh, about Oh, you want to talk oh, yeah, about it. Oh, sure. okay. Brent sure. is a huge Kansas City Royals fan, so uh, I can only assume devastated today. It sucked to be you. Let's it just, sucks to be me, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll take that. You yeah. did make the World Series, but we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah, into it we'll later. Into it. But yeah. I do want to mention it is Halloween. We're recording this on a Thursday night, in full mm-hmm. disclosure. Halloween is on a Friday, the 31st, the witching hour. Mm-hmm. And we're having a, a little party at yeah. our friend's house where we're doing wine pairings with candy. Tell me that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, thank you. That's all I needed to hear. Because apparently there's a chart online where you can compare like Kit, Kit Kats to like Cabernet Sauvignon's. Mm-hmm. And you can do Skittles mixed with Prosecco. And there's a whole like pairing of like, because, you know, chocolate, you know, is like a mole and it's kind of used in a lot of sauces and whatnot that translate over. So we're going to do some highfalutin what goes, while passing out candy. Do you know off the top of your head? Yes. Like what kind of chocolate would go well with Boone's Farm? What kind of chocolate would go well with Boone's Farm? Yeah. I would think more fruit candies like a Starburst like or a Jolly Hill. Rancher. I'm taking Strawberry Hill Strawberry or Hill. maybe with like two bottles of the sangria and then just wake up with a pounding headache. Oh, yeah. No, that was my go-to drink in college. College days. You know, when I was in Nebraska, we had, we were in, I don't know if they have people in 4-H in Michigan. They probably did. Yeah, there's 4-H. Okay, 4-H. Farmer's Club. We yeah. would go, we would take our cows to the fair, and about when you're like 13, some of the guys would be like, hey, they have a big old cooler of this stuff they make. Hey, Brian, you want some Elk Creek water? Okay. Some Creek water? Elk Creek water. Elk Creek water. Okay. Elk Creek water is basically, it's one of those drinks where it's like squirt and a million types of alcohol. <laughs> squirt. 
And it's delicious. Oh, I believe it. You know, the sangria, you know? Oh, the sangria. Yeah, okay. It's a very popular beverage. Mm-hmm. Sangria, probably, I would say, uh, I would say grape Jolly Ranchers. Okay. I could see that, like, pairing together. Okay, so, yeah, I, I think your pairings sound gross. <laughs> you know, I think the strawberry Boone's Farm, you pair with red vines. I, I guess mm. maybe you're right. Of course, okay, we're right. not doing that. We're using real wines. We're, t- we're highfalutin, Brent. Boone's Farm is not real wines. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Two buck chucks barely you know a real what? wine. Uh, I would think that Mr. Bartles and Mr. James would disagree with you, sir. Thank you for your support. <laughs> Gracious, but- you sounded like Walter Cronkite. <laughs> <laughs> My Bartles and James impression, no. Granted, that they haven't had been on the air for like 30 years. Walter Cronkite. Brent and Ray are old. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you, you want to do a topical Charlie McCarthy reference again? <laughs> a little Edgar Bergen up in this joint? Oh, my Oh, goodness. gracious. Anyway, we do have a lot of good sports to talk about. Uh, we do talk about the World Series mm-hmm. uh, that you you are chomping at the bit to talk about. I'm excited hey, about that. Hey, we have that. to talk about some Walking Dead, too. Definitely talk some I don't think there's dead. any show better right now than The Walking Dead. I'm going to be honest. No. Yeah. No, it's pretty much the best thing going right now. Yeah. It's, it's 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 the must watch television of yeah. the of the world right now. I can't even talk. Jeez, uh, we're also going to talk about NFL midseason, what we learned, what we didn't learn, where we were right, uh, if we would amend picks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, because it's the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's king. Yep. Your Lions first place. Yep. How are your Chiefs doing? They're above five hundred. Take it. Yeah, I'll take Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And uh, we do have to talk a little bit of NBA. Lakers. Oh, they're above five hundred, and they have the Jets at home this week. Oh, so they're they're five and three. Five and three. <laughs> Yikes. We got to talk about the Lakers as well. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Because NBA season is upon us. NBA season is upon us. And let's face it, the Lakers still dominating the news. And we're going to get on that. Let's talk yeah. a little World Series. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's do it. Right after three seconds of Queen. The World Series has ended. It is over. The Kansas City surprised the world, shocked the nation royals. Up against the current dynasty, you yeah. got to say it, San yeah. Francisco Giants. Let's be honest. The current dynasty is really Madison Bumgarner, Whew. right? How, how good is he? He's good. I mean, dude, two days rest after throwing 100 pitches, comes back and throws like 70 pitches of shutout baseball. three wins in the World Series. Look, without <sighs> Madison Bumgarner, the Royals probably sweep them. I don't know about a sweep, but I'll tell you right now, they don't win. Yeah. The Giants don't win, I mean. I mean, you are a Royals fan. I am. And you were watching every single game of this World Series. That's right. You even sacrificed your chance to perform a sketch comedy bit written by me mm-hmm. uh, for uh, the World's Top Story Weekly show. Well, Ray, let me speak on that for a second. Sure. I, I never considered not doing your sketch a sacrifice. Thank you. <laughs> oh, gracious. Anyway... Seven-game series, I have theorized a long time ago, ever since my Tigers got swept two years mm-hmm. ago, so maybe not that long ago, by the Giants, that it's much nicer to get to the finals and get to the NBA finals or get to the Super Bowl and just get blown out completely than get there, get all the way up against it, and then lose in the very end. And I go back to my... as a, as. My fandom goes would be a Pistons 2005 against the Spurs in game seven, having the lead with five minutes to go in Mm -hmm. in the game in the fourth quarter and then losing or the uh, Detroit Pistons back in 1988 against the Lakers in the finals, getting it all the way to seven games, then feeling like it was ripped from you. Yeah. But then I've also been a part of, you know, teams uh, like the Tigers in the World Series where they just get to the World Series and stink the joint up. It's over. Yeah. I would say right now that getting that close, it's got to be worse. And you tell me, but I think it's got to be way 10 times harder harder as a fan than it is to just go there and crap the bed because all the whole time you're just like well what if they had done this what if this shot had gone in okay 
and and you tell me. What's it like? Here's what I think. I think that there are two answers to that. I think the answer the night of it happening is yes. You absolutely would rather be swept because last night I did not feel good after that game. I wanted to puke and do other things. I, I can I can say right now, looking behind the curtain of Raisin Brent, mm-hmm. I, I did troll you yeah. in like the second inning of the game yeah. uh, uh, where I, I sent a text to you uh, pretending like I was going to cut your cable in the sixth inning. <laughs> Yeah. So you couldn't see the uh, couldn't see the results. But then, as the game drew closer and closer to the end, I know better. Yeah. <laughs> than to even attempt anything because I know what it feels like, and I am not going to rub that in. Right. Well, I said I, I think if you get swept, you feel better that night. Cause you're like, okay, we just had no chance. But I think long term, even today, I'm thinking, sure. well, I feel better about our chances for going back because we almost won it. Whereas if we had gotten swept, I'd be like, God, we have some obvious holes in our team right. that we need to fill. Right. Uh, and you know. Who knows? Maybe the Royals still have some obvious holes they need to fill, but they were, you know, one big hit away from tying the game, maybe, or a home run away from winning the game. Yep. And they were a blown game four away from winning it before we get to game winning seven. Winning it in game six. Yeah. So. But don't you think this is this is the pinnacle for the Royals? You really think they're going to get better after this? I feel like well, this is where the stars all aligned. And I I'm guess, not even trolling right now. I'm saying right. for real. I would say, like, last time the Royals had their run, and that was, uh, like, from around 77 to 85, okay? They had the same kind of formula. They had a bunch of young guys that they had drafted, and the same thing's happening right now. They're about at that age. They're all about from 23 to 26 years old, the core of their team. It's the prime. Yep. So you probably have about five good years, and a lot of them are under contracts. Five good years of having a shot, maybe being over 500 most of those years, and maybe having a couple more shots in the playoffs. So are you gonna be hoping. Able to, are you going to be able to do it without Big Game James next year? Uh, Big Game James. You know what? I think they, we would not have made it there this year without Big Game James. But we have sure. a lot of young pitchers that that really established themselves established themselves this year. Like your Donna Ventura. If Madison Bumgarner had not done what he did, and the Royals had won the World Series, he would have got serious consideration for MVP. Do you guys want Joaquin Soria back? We do not. <laughs> And not because I don't love Joaquin Soria. He was a great Royal, and he, he had was. some great years. But I, I think he's just shot now. I think you know, he's done. Uh, he I had, he had uh, I believe he had uh, Tommy John surgery and hasn't really recovered. It's been a couple years now. It's terrible stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, got to give your dad. But I believe you've got to give him a couple more years as your closer in Detroit <laughs> before we decide. Yeah. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> I think it's about to be another bullpen overhaul. Uh, all props have to go out to the San Francisco Giants. That's their third World Series in I, five years. Look, Madison Bumgarner is absolutely. a god among men. And right I now. said this before the series. I said this is the one team I did not want to play because they're almost they're they're like other than the Royals steal more bases, which they didn't really in this series. Uh, the Giants did a good job holding them on, and a couple of the games the Royals just didn't get on base. They are very similar teams. Both teams are great, bad pitch hitters, and you know we could talk about Sal Perez ending the game swinging at bad pitches. Just but I've over seen, his head. But yeah, I've seen terrible. him. I've seen him a number of times hit those over the fence or drop them into right field too. And that's you take it the good with the bad. The Royals they struck out the least of any team in the American in, in the major leagues. One of those reasons because they hit bad pitches sometimes. And they also aren't power hitters, and power hitters who hit a lot of home runs tend Correct. to strike out a lot. Exactly, and they play in like they have the most yardage in their. Uh, most square footage in their outfield, so it makes sense that they're playing more of a speed game and yeah. a doubles and playing defense. Play that money ball. Small market money ball. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Like, I kind of, 
and this is maybe unfair, this is maybe mean, mm-hmm. I get a two years ago, 2012, Atlanta Falcons vibe from this team. Atlanta, the, Atlanta Braves. No, Atlanta Falcons in the NFL. Oh, Atlanta Falcons. And the, what I mean by that is it's a team that had like everything going for them. Mm-hmm. It seemed like all the stars were aligning. Then they lost in the NFC Championship game and just have not been able to get it back on track since then. Okay. And if you're a Falcons fan sitting back here now, I mean, I know it's cross sports, but there's got to be a part, and we'll know a couple years from now, obviously. I could be totally wrong. But Falcons fans sitting back now at two and six in the NFL are sitting there being like, oh, wait a minute. That moment where it felt like we were about to take the next big leap forward as a team, that was the apex. That's mm-hmm. as far as we were going to get. And I, and it's, I don't think the Falcons are ever coming back. Yeah. And I worry that this Royals team feels like they did so much of it with smoke and mirrors. And people like James Shields are going to be gone soon. So some of their big, big time uh, arms and stuff, they're not going to sign any big free agents. I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I, I don't think that's the case. You I mean, don't think, think this is the apex of the no. team? No, and I don't think anybody, like if you listen to MLB Network or ESPN, I don't think anyone is saying that because the Royals have a bunch of young players. They don't have, and they were they've... They won. They uh, they won eighty six games last year. They made a natural progression. Made the playoffs this year. They were so clutch in the playoffs. I mean, I don't think you can go. Uh, what was it eleven and four in the eleven and four in the playoffs and not be a legit team? Okay. And I think their young pitchers are growing up. Um, and they they're going to have like three four Gold Glovers on their team again this year. And they're still young. Now I think a better comparison would have been like the two thousand seven Colorado Rockies. Okay, but that was, and that's kind of what you're talking about too. I think they won something like 14 out of their last 15 games, and then they swept all the way up to got the World the Series. That's a good, that's a good comparison. And then got swept in the World Series. Now that's more of a team that's like they were just on a run at the end of the year. And the other thing is the Royals are built on pitching and defense. Their pitchers are still young. Their bullpen, the back of the end of their bullpen, is still coming back, and their defense is not going to get any worse. Now, what's streaky is like if you hit a, hit home runs and things like that. That's what's streaky, and I think we found that in the in the playoffs too. The teams that hit a lot of home runs got shut down. They got shut down by the good pitching. That's true. Uh, I wouldn't know anything about that. Huh. <laughs> uh, speaking of gold, well, gloves, you didn't get shut down by the good pitching. You guys, your bullpen imploded. That's uh, what happened to Detroit. That is 100% so, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. No, I can't. Here's the deal. Again, I think we're going to have a massive overhaul uh, for next year. But you, speaking, you talk about gold glovers. Uh, the Tigers have three players up for gold gloves. One of them, Miguel Cabrera. Oh, he's gold glove. First place, first base. Yes, he will not win it because Eric Hosmer won it last year, and he's going to win it again. Miguel Cabrera, gold glove finalist. You want know, you know, to you know bet on it? Whether it's gold, whether Eric Hosmer or you know what? Speaking of bets, Brent, I have this prepared statement for you to read that I've written over here. I figured what per- perfect time to drop uh, a prepared Ray, statement on you. I would love to read your prepared statement, but but that was like a month and a half ago, yeah, and I think the... Uh, just read here, Brent, where it says, I, Brent Pope, mm-hmm. do declare... And just go ahead and just read the rest of that for me, please, if you could go no. ahead. Right. Okay, fine. I, Brent Pope, do declare that Ray is a D-bag. That's not what it says. Love, Ray. Oh, cool. It's not <laughs> what it says. How dare you? Gracious! Will you tell me a month and a half so that way our bets just suddenly null and void? Yeah, you, you had your chance to have me, and then you're going to wait till after the World Series after the Ro- Royals lose. Yes, get out of here! This is the time. No! This is the time to troll. Get out of here! You must oh, okay. be crazy. You've had a month and a half for me to wear that jersey, and, I, and you haven't brought a jersey. We for me said to wear. we would. W- we haven't been out in public. You're a kept man, Ray. I've been you're out not in allowed public. to go out. Well, that's a true statement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm kept in a cage, <laughs> except to record. <laughs> The Raisin Brent Show. Uh, I'm getting in trouble. Uh. (laughs) 
In any case... I didn't mean it. Ray did, Melissa. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. All there, right. Did that help? No. Oh. Didn't help at all. So no prepared statement. What do you want me to say? It's probably something like, Hi, right, Brent, I admit that the Royals were lucky and Nebraska sucks. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. There you go. Well, you basically just said it. Okay, there you go. Okay. You know All what? Right. I count it. I'll count. <laughs> That's, you know what? That's more eloquent than anything I could have written. Billy Butler's fatter than Miguel Cabrera and Matt Stafford, and Matt Stafford has a six-pack, and Detroit <laughs> is for real, which they might be. They have pretty good defense. I don't know. I'm, pretty I'm a little worried about Fairley. Is Fairley out for the year? How's, how's that going? We can talk about that later? You know what? Fairley? Uh, you wanna, let's talk about that in just a moment. Okay. But uh, uh, you sure you're feeling all right? You're, you're looking sad. I, I'm i fine, You sure you're ready to keep doing the yeah, show? I'm, I'm fine. You're not just going to like just bust if into I'm tears? I'm not fine now. I will be soon. All right. I feel hopeful. I, 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 I still, you're right. I'm Things keep, last night I couldn't sleep because things kept running through my head like, oh, yeah. what if they had sent Gordon home? Because it was a crazy play, right? Yep. I mean, the, at the end of the game, the Royals are down by one. If you didn't watch it, the Royals are down by one run. Madison Bumgarner on two days rest comes in in the bo- in the fifth inning, crazy pitches all the way until the ninth inning, and with two outs, the Royals still down by one run. Yep, your Nebraska Cornhusker, former Nebraska Cornhusker, <laughs> left fielder, three-time Gold Glover, Alex Gordon gets up, and hits a single, hits a single to left center field, bounces you under Gregor Blanco's glove. Yeah, and guess who's not backing him up? The left fielder who's in for defensive purposes. Juan Perez gets all the way to the wall. wall, And then Perez chases it down at the wall and then boots the ball. (laughs) Meanwhile, Alex Gordon slowed down rounding first and got held at third base. And got held at third. If he's trucking it the whole way, he might have scored. I think he scores. He might have scored. He might have scored had he just trucked around third base because you're relying on a good cutoff throw right there from the shortstop. To be fair, like he's rounding first while the guy's getting ready to field it. And if he rounds it too far and the guy feels it, he could get thrown out back at first, correct? Yeah. Okay. In, th- uh, in theory, but it was hit to the I, left side. Me knowing what happened, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. I would have just sent him home. And my friend, I told my friend, my my buddy Louie, who is a Cubs fan, has been supporting the Royals during the during the playoff run. I said they should have sent him, and he said would have been a better ending. Yeah, <laughs> either way. Yeah, right? I would say right now, him getting thrown out at the plate on that play to end the World Series makes it a top ten World Series moment. Although, although him getting shut down yeah. there and then having Sal Perez weekly pop up to Pablo. Imagine if Sal Perez had hit a home run off Madison Bumgarner to end the game. Oh, uh, that would have been like Kirk Gibson level. Yeah, that would have been Kirk Gibson level. Joe Carter. Uh, instead, it, we get like. Uh, uh, we get like Randy Johnson from a few years back with yep. Arizona, two thousand one, you know? or Kurt Schilling with the bloody sock. Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson, and like Madison Bumgarner, Bumgarner. I can't even say his name. You know what I get tired of? People call him Bumgarner. It's like it's not his nickname is Mad Bum. It's not Mad Bomb, or they it's call him Bumgarner, Bum- or people who call him Bumgartner. Yeah, but people that I hear like on ESPN will call him Bumgarner. It's like it's not. You know, learn the guy's name. It's only your job to talk about sports. <laughs> He's only the best pitcher in the in the you know Hard the best argue. run in the playoffs in the World Series since like the dead ball era. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd say since Jack Morris point, in nineteen ninety one point four nine a, era a ten inning shutout four, in Game Seven. Right, point four nine ERA in the in the World Series. I mean, it's pretty it's ridiculous. solid. Pretty solid. Anyway, the point is, Ray, not depressed. I'm fine. You're fine. I'm fine. You sure you're fine? I'm, well. I, I do still picture it in my head a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I would. But, <laughs> I would. I wouldn't. Here's the deal. I wouldn't stop. But I am happy. I, I still have the. I can still think a little bit about Game Six and we destroyed them and the other. We won three games in the World Series. It's pretty good. I mean, I think about like my. I, I have a lot of friends that are Cubs fans. They don't have any memory of the Cubs being in the World Series. Nope. You know. Nope. So we were competitive. San Fran's a great team. Yep. If we lost to a team that I didn't think was good, I'd be a little more upset. But I. But I still. You know. It sucks. 
Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to talk a little NBA? Yes, Let's please. Let's do it after three seconds of... Juice Newton. Playing with the queen of hearts. No one in it really smart. At least I have the good feeling of the three games no, that we won. No, you don't. I do. You have game game seven happened, and all you can they're gonna play back in your mind, oh, what if he just would have run a little bit harder in the ninth the inning only, and scored the tying run? The only real bad feeling I have Oh wait, hold on. I got it. What's up? Somebody at the door. What? What are you doing? Yeah. Why okay. <laughs> are you kidding me? What is happening? What do you, All right, what, I'm back. Are you done? What yeah. do you What do you got there? I was hungry, so, so I ordered the new uh, Papa John's. Oh, gross. burrito chili pizza! Oh, that is horrifying. No, it looks delicious. The, I, you know, I thought the McRib was the most horrifying food product ever. Mm. You, that is the you're eating. Oh my god, I can't. Are you kidding me right now? Mm. The chili Frito pizza from Papa mm. John's. It makes the pain go away. Not that I'm in pain, but. Yeah, you're in pain. No. No. When you get swept in the World Series, it's like ripping off a Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. You get there, and then you're like, this is so exciting. We're going to owe, and it's over. Right. <laughs> this is great radio. Be- Thanks. Sorry. You know, sometimes. <laughs> Look. All right, fine. I'm I'm guilt. I don't know. Not guilt eating, but. Sad eating. What could have been eating. You're sad right eating. Now, Ray? What hey, could have been eating. Thank you. I'm sad eating. You're sad eating. Doesn't mean I'm depressed. I'm just, you know. You're eating. I needed some Fritos and chili. You're eating the worst food product on the face of the earth. Fritos chili pizza. Mm. Who possibly thinks that's a good idea? This guy right now. Mm. How's it taste? It's not bad. Really? If I'm going to critique it after one piece, I will say that needs more chili. Needs more pizza. <laughs> needs more chili, and. The, the the Fritos are kind of like cut in the top of my mouth. You know what I mean? Like Captain Crunch. Yeah. Well, good. We're going to eat it. So we just want to do this whole segment while you eat an entire pizza? Sure. Yeah, we're not doing that. That's terrible. That's absolutely horrendous radio right now. Got the garlic sauce right here. Dipping it in. I do like the garlic, garlic sauce. Butter? I feel my heart like uh, arteries hardening uh, as I eat it. I might not make it through this podcast. Okay, so what do you want to talk about this segment? Lakers? You know, why don't we let you finish your pizza? Let's talk about the Lakers. <laughs> I know you want you have a lot to you want to say about the Lakers. I do have a lot to want to okay, say about the Lakers. Let's go ahead. All right, I'll go ahead and talk about the Lakers. Okay. First of all, they're what? Oh, they're horrible. Okay. And we'll be right back after three seconds of Mountain. Did you know that Michael Vick? is in the top 10 in the NFL this season for fumbles. <laughs> and he's only played five quarters of football. Well, that's how good he is? Four fumbles for Michael Vick in five quarters. That's how good he is. He's going for a record, ladies and gentlemen. He's got tiny hands. How messed up are the Jets? Now, I picked the Jets to make yes, the right, playoffs right. this year. Let's I'm going to give there. you a chance right now. Yes. Because you just keep making apologies for that. You've been apologists for them the whole season. I have They're been. not as bad as we think. I don't They're not think that they great. They're going to make the playoffs this year. They're an average Right team. now, Ray. Yes. In the middle of the season. Yes. I believe they are one and seven. They are one and I seven. I want you to right now tell me that you were wrong and they suck. I don't think they suck. <laughs> they suck, Ray. I don't think that they suck. I will say right now, they're not making the playoffs. That's for sure. Okay. The hardest part of their schedule is past them. 
unfortunately, Geno Smith has now been benched. He has looked atrocious. Michael Vick clearly looks like he has no interest in playing football ever again because he has not been ready to play. As stated before, he's top 10 in the NFL in fumbles. He came in in the second half this past week and got absolutely obliterated, but he's still the starter. Okay, Ray, then here's our bet this week. Okay, we got to do bet. the Jets are not terrible, as you say. They're not terrible. Okay. They are playing at my Kansas City this week. Oh, boy. Okay? The spread is 10. Do you take this bet, Ray? I don't if they're I... not terrible, they will stay within 10 points. Here, here's the bet I'd rather have. <laughs> I, anything? Here's the bet I'd rather have. Okay. Mon- here's the bet I'd rather have, Brent. Monkeys will fly out of my butt. <laughs> no, here's the bet I propose to you. You tell mm-hmm. me if you'll accept this. Eight games to go in the season. Mm-hmm. I, be- I bet that the Jets will win four or more games total for this season. So in their last eight games, they will win a minimum of three. I believe down the stretch, they will go four and four down the stretch, finish the season five and 11. Far be it from the record I thought they were going to have, but I think Rex Ryan in the second half of the season, no matter what, always, always pulls it together. Okay. So you're saying that the Jets, at the end of the season, will have five wins. I'm saying four is what I give them as a minimum. I think they go three and five at the worst even though they went one and seven to start the season, I believe that they go four and four likely. So tell you what, if, the, if you're saying they're not a bad team yes. and you still believe in the Jets, then they have to at least go five hundred the last eight games for me to take this bet. I accept that bet. Okay, is that a good bet? That's a good bet. All right, I think the Jets will go five. Oh boy, Maybe I I'm hope they go. Myself I hope here. they go three, four, and one oh with God. a tie. <laughs> that would be that'd be heartbreaking. But uh, let's talk about some of these other games, because we're halfway through the NFL season. We're what? Week- Wait, what is our bet? What are we going to do? Is it a drink at the bar? A bottle, a nice, a nice sixer of something. A sixer of something. Yeah. Done. Gotcha. Sixer of something, folks. Labatt Blue. I'm just telling you right now, that's what I want. I don't even know what that is. That's I mean, Canadian's I, I, finest Pilsner Lager. I've never drank it. I, I know the name. Fair enough. Okay. It's time to root for the Jets, then. They need to go four and four, at least. That's right. Four and four. So if they go five and three, you lose. No. If they, if go, they go six five- and two, they win. So, Ray, they have to go exactly 4-4. and That is not at all what I'm saying. How dare you? They have to go at least 4-4. and Yeah, because the Jets are going 6-2 and down the stretch. Okay, at least 4-4. and Gotcha. Yikes! So after this week, they lose to the Chiefs, then they have to go 4-3 and the rest of the way. I think so. Good on you. I think they're going to do it. All right. I think they're going to do it. Let's talk a little bit about some of the rest of the games. Like I said, we're about week 8 and a half of the NFL season, and wouldn't you know it, your Detroit Lions, if the season ended today, would be the two seed with a bye in the first round of the playoffs, only behind the 6-1 and one Arizona Cardinals who travel to Dallas this week. Very real chance that they drop a game. Your Detroit Lions could be in first place after this week. First place, Super Bowl bound, number one defense in football, getting healed during their bye week. Two come from behind one-point victories. In their last two games. How's Nick Fairley? Nick Fairley, uh, I thought he was out for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really did. When he first went down, I'm like, well, Nick Fairley's done. There goes our run defense for the rest of the way. Only going to miss four or five games, according to the first physician's report. I don't know what's wrong with Jim Caldwell. He wants a second opinion, and he has not ruled out shutting him down for the season. But all estimations are he's only going to miss a month, so he'll get him back for crunch time, playoff time. So what's the injury? What is it? It's a, it's a tweaked uh, MCL. Oh, it's like a sprained MCL? That's right. Gotcha. And normally I'd heard That's that was about, about a four a th- or five week. I'd heard it was a three week, and now yeah. I'm hearing, but he's a fat guy, so maybe it takes a little bit longer. Yeah. Four to five, hey, four to five weeks is better than out for the season. Yeah. Keeping it real right here. I'm loving it. I, I love the heart of this team. I love the moxie of this team and the fact that they just went 3-0 and without their best player, Calvin Johnson, on the field at all, or roughly at all, really says a lot about your Detroit Lions. Right. 
you can't argue that they have a great record right now. They are six and two. But I've been saying all along, they're kind of like the Chiefs last year. They played a lot of poor teams so far. I think it's still to be determined how good this Detroit team is. And also, you know, I also will give you, I'll give you that the Calvin Johnson has been out for about three, four weeks now. The whole team's been out. Yeah. And it doesn't so, matter. They just keep chugging along. They're just a team that can't say die. It does concern me that they're having to have big comebacks against not teams that aren't good. The Saints are a first-place team, sir. They are not good. The Saints are a first-place team, sir. Yeah. They just won the game we just finished watching. The, Chiefs, the, the, the Saints just got back to 500. That's right. Okay, so you're going to say the Giants? They beat the Giants. That's a good team? The Giants? Or the Lions? Detroit, Buffalo uh, that they lost to? That's a good team? Who did they lose to? Who did they almost lose to last week? Atlanta, who's horrific? I'll tell you right now, the Giants at 3-4, and four, not a terrible team, not as bad as they looked uh, to begin with. And the Buffalo Bills are 5-3 and three right now. You can't say they're a bad team. They're only one game out of first place. They might even be up. They're probably not, but they're right on the cusp of making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You cannot tell me those teams are awful. They are awful, Ray. To be fair, we made the Giants look awful. They are awful. But the Giants have three wins. They're awful. That's two more than the Jets, and the Jets aren't bad. Ray, they're awful. I'm just saying you haven't played played the teams I want to see them play yet. Who do you want to see them play? I want to see them play a team that's like Arizona. We will be doing that. Seattle. We'll not be doing that. Or Denver. We'll not be doing that. Or Indianapolis. We'll not be doing that. Okay, I want to see. So in the playoffs, we'll find out. In the Super Bowl, we will find out what this team is made of. Okay. I'm okay with that. When we get to that first playoff game and they win a playoff game, then I'll believe in this team. But you know until what? then, I'm a little skeptical. Can't fight and it. You can't, you can't blame Can't me. fight it. Yeah. For the same reason that I don't blame fans for being skeptical, I would just say right now that unlike previous Lions teams that started really strong and folded down the stretch, this team actually has a great defense behind it, a team that's playing above its head, number one rated in the league, and the Jim Caldwell coaching, let's not under Underestimate the fact that the man is a winner, the man brings discipline, and he'll treat them like men. Unlike the crazy carnival show that Jim Schwartz had brought to town that had no discipline and was flying around the field, and the second something went bad, everybody turned around and started pointing fingers at each other. I will just say right now, can I go back and change my Super Bowl pick? Because now I believe <laughs> it will be your Detroit Lions. Okay, Ray. You got to believe. Let's just go over the... I do want to go over the, their schedule just to talk about what I – this is what I was trying their to Their schedule upcoming okay? or the schedule that's happened? That's happened. Okay. Here are the quarterbacks that they've went up against so far. Eli Manning. Two-time World uh, Super Bowl champion. Yeah, but we all know that he's been terrible. For, Two-time for, Super Bowl champion, three-and-four team, not a bad okay. team. The Carolina Panthers. Second place in their division. Okay. They're under 500. And they played out of their mind in that week uh, on defense. Uh, under it's 500. Fair. And they got destroyed by Carolina, who just got destroyed by a Saints team who's not very good. Uh, if we would have had a kicker in that game, I think we would have put up a better effort. But I feel you there. That's okay. well, It was on the road, too. Green so. Bay. I'll give you Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay sucks. So, no, you're right. They're terrible. Okay. They're terrible. They played at the Jets. At the Jets? They played. They got to play against Geno Smith. Then they got to play against EJ Manuel. Uh, they, it was Kyle Orton, sir. Did he start that game? Yes, sir, he did. Okay. Well, that was his first game starting. Yes, sir. First game starting and that's in like the, three years. That's the Alex Henry game. That's the curse of Nebraska. Well, a real kicker, and we win that game. They lost. They, they should they be seven and one they right shouldn't now. Shouldn't have been. In, they should have been up on them by like twenty. Then they went up against Minnesota. Minnesota's not great, but they're three and five. Who was the quarterback that game? Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. So another rookie. Yes, he might be okay. He might be okay. They, and then the, the New Orleans. I'll give them that. Yeah, New Orleans no, is pretty good. They're going to win that division. That's a division not winner. Good, dude. That's they, a ten they, and sixteen. They can't win on the road. They don't need to. They won on the road today. Well, they, literally they today they, they won on the they road. They don't need to win on the road because their whole 
division is terrible, and it you helps. Can, and they'll be eight and eight and probably win and that division. They still have to play Tampa Bay again. I mean, there's plenty of wins. And then right Atlanta, there. who has two wins, they're terrible. Atlanta's Atlanta's terrible. Yeah. I can't fight that. Atlanta's one of the bottom teams. So sure. I. The, there's not one elite team on there except for maybe Green Bay, and Green Bay got destroyed last week. I would say the Saints and Green Bay are both Super Bowl picks uh, preseason, and both teams probably are playoff teams this year. Mm, okay. Can't fight it. Well, that's out of eight games. And Buffalo Bills are 5-3. and three. Okay. Why do you discount so are, the so Buffalo Bills? So you are correct, They are right? great. You are correct. They played two bad teams, and they have two losses. So that's exactly where they should be, 6-2, and two, after playing six bad teams and two good teams. So 12-4 okay. and four is what I hear you saying. I'm not saying that. Let me see. 6-2, and 7-2. Uh, Play seven the Dolphins. 7-4, 8-4, 9-4, 10-4, 11-4, 12-4, 13-4, 14-4, 15-4, 16-4, 17-4, 18-4, 19-4, 20-4, 21-4, 22-4, 23-4, 24-4, 25-4
I said his team wasn't the worst team. I see. He had bad luck. He sent me this thing saying, oh, if we played the same schedules, I would be like two and five or something yeah, you, like that. Yeah, you would have very few wins yeah. right now. Well, that's because he plays the, the team with the, the, he's played the team with the most points like three or four times. I, Everybody would have a terrible ske- record against that schedule. Well, he's looking for two in a row this week. And you know who he plays this week? No. The Juggalos. Oh, wow. So, David, I am calling you out. I will be destroying you, as Mark Ingram's already put up a ton of points for me. Thank you. Uh-oh. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, Thank you. Leave it to Ray to already have part of the game decided and say, I'm going to beat you because I'm already way ahead. Well, it helps. What can I say? I don't fight fair. I'm Ozymandias in The Watchmen. I only brag about my plan because it's already happened. Um, well, who are the other two teams we've been uh, rude on to uh, talk about? Rafi, you've loudly proclaimed Rafi's that Rafi's got a has garbage team, the worst a team, garbage team, and the team that is above Ray in second place in our league it, right now it. is. It's not Rafi. Rafi's team. Oh my goodness! The not even team change name, just Rafi's team. Rafi's team. That's embarrassing. Rafi, change your gosh darn team name. He doesn't have to. He's in second place, oh, sir. Oh, my goodness. And he beat me earlier this year, too. So I'm just feeling twice the hey, shame. You know what? I'm going to lose to him in a couple weeks because all, deta- all my Dallas Cowboys are off when I play him. <laughs> That's fair enough. And we're actually one week away from uh, Rivalry Week. The, the rematch. Oh, man. I can't lose to you twice. Nick Foles, five versus the Juggalos. I'm off to a terrible start this week, too. Greg Olson, three points. Ooh, he's, that's a bad start. Uh... Well, should have been a good start. You'd think it'd be a good start. Yeah, Cam Newton think. can't play football. You would think Cam Newton's terrible. That's why it's Greg Olson's struggling now. You know, I heard I heard Cam Newton bring back Steve Berline. I heard Cam Newton doesn't wear a mouthpiece so he can show off his beautiful smile. Yeah, that's sounds, marketing. Sounds about right. How is he gonna have a beautiful smile if he doesn't wear a mouthpiece? He's gonna get all his teeth knocked out. How is he out. gonna get have a beautiful smile if they're always losing? Well, no, he's going to sulk and mope around the sidelines like a 14-year-old girl who just got dumped freshman year of high school. That's what Cam Newton looks like. Ray, Ray, let's be honest. It's like a 14-year-old boy getting dumped, and that boy is you. Why why you got to bring up such memories? (laughs) So who's who's? Well, I was I was sad earlier. I just wanted you to be sad too. And now I'm sad. Sally Sally Jenkins. You got any more of that Fritos pizza? Sally Jenkins. Yes, I do. Okay, great. Uh, so, uh, Brent, who's the third team while I eat this Fritos pizza? The third team is uh, Sung. Show me your TDs. And he actually won this week. But he's still terrible. That team is awful. Let's keep trolling him. Yeah, he's this, terrible. He can't be as bad. Sung has the, the greatest disparity between the amount of trash talking he does and the amount of wins he has. I'll ask you right now. What is worse? How's Sung's pizza, team or this pizza? freaking pizza? Huh? It's terrible. You just gulfed it down. Yeah. I eat fast. Did it did it tear up your top of your mouth a little bit? A little bit. Yeah, that's what I don't like about it. I'll be honest. You know what I don't like about it? I expected the taste. You know what I expected, Ray, out of this pizza? Better ingredients and better, better pizza. pizza. I did. Papa John's. Sorry, Papa John's. Um, anyway, there's one more uh, football story we wanted to talk about briefly. Oh boy. Speaking of oh boy, so we get a return of an old favorite segment. Who's getting arrested now? Who's getting arrested now? Who's getting arrested this week, Ray, you asked? I am asking, yes. Even our bump asked it. Former Colt, Colts safety, who Easy for you to say. was now on the Denver Broncos practice squad. Safety, John Boyette. John Boyette. Okay. Why, why do I care who John Boyette is? What did well, he do? in September of last year, he was arrested while yelling, You can't arrest me. I'm a Colts player. Because <laughs> okay. that works. That's actually a legal defense. Yeah. I've seen it on a Law & Order episode. Okay. Well, that happens. He gets released by the Colts. Hands up on Who the Denver, Denver practice squad, hanging out at the 
Sports book bar and grill in Greenwood Village. We got a little, as we all do, little too drinky drink, Ray. Uh oh. Tried to take food off another patron's plate. Wait a minute. He actually did the Seinfeld where he took the roll off someone's table. Asked to leave, became agitated, threatened to punch a bartender. Oh boy. Refused to pay his tab. Oh boy. Police responded, Ray. Call him a cab. Five minutes later, driver called authorities to report he had been assaulted. So wait a minute. No, no, hold on. So the police called a cab for him. The police are being super nice right now. They actually call him a cab, try to get him home, try to get him safe, and he assaults the cab driver. Mm-hmm. Does he did he steal the car or did he just bail? He just bailed. Okay. But that doesn't end there, Ray. This may be oh, the best. Oh, why would it? This might be the best story. This oh. is better than Burleson with the pizza. Okay. After punching the cab driver, oh, allegedly, allegedly, flees into a construction site, Ray. As, again, we all do. I'm fleeing the scene of this crime. I need to cover up my crime, which is my body, myself, the crime, the, the weapon was my body. Takes a shovel. Here come the cops. I'm going to cover myself with this shovel with some mulch. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to cover myself with mulch. <laughs> so he's hanging out at a construction site like a PSA from G.I. Joe He character. runs away from the cab onto a construction site, grabs oh. a shovel. Here come the cops. Uh, mulch. Uh, uh, what's I'm gonna, here? I got a shovel. What would MacGyver do? I got mulch. Cover himself with mulch on the shovel. Oh, my gosh. If I just hide in this mulch, they'll never find me and they'll give up. Why is there a shovel going in and out of that pile of mulch? I just picture them like walking by some mulch and there just being like a giant straw sticking out of it. Yep. So he's hiding under mulch and they still found him. They found him. That plan was brilliant. How did it possibly and not then work? And when the cops go to arrest him, he tells the cops, I, I'm a cult player. Do you know who I am? No. Contact my boss, John Elway. But I'm sure that it really thrilled John Elway. <laughs> to which John Elway responded via the Twitter site of the Denver Broncos. Never Broncos ever released safety John Wyatt. <laughs> Go talk to my ex-boss, John Elway. What had happened was... What happened? I, oh I was at, I was at a construction site, and I covered myself in peat moss, and then they came over, and then they arrested me for no good reason, officer. So, John Boyette, John you Boyette. have been called out and singled out on our segment entitled... Who's getting arrested now? Who's getting arrested now? And we'll be right back to talk a little Walking Dead. That is crazy. To talk a little Walking Dead after three seconds of Grand Funk Railroad. What you need to do. I have a question for you, Ray. Yes. Please. Will it be appropriate? Yes. Okay. Is there a better show on television right now? Okay. As far as my our enjoyment level, yes. Then The Walking Dead. Boy, I tell you, there are good shows. Person of Interest has gotten really good. The Blacklist has gotten really good, or has been good. But, but Wa- the answer Walking is, Dead is the best show. Thank you. Now that yes. Game of Thrones is off the air, mm-hmm. it is Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking Dead has really hit its stride. I give mad props to the people who run that show, Mr. Scott Gimple. Scott M. Gimple, dude, he he he's doing magic with that show. He's yeah. fantastic. And uh, this season, every episode oh, has just man. been like a jaw dropper. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Every single episode. Last week we had kebabs. Yep. And uh, also, spoiler alert, like, if you're not watching Walking Dead, first off, shame on you. If you're not caught up or you don't care or whatever, we're going to talk about Walking Dead for the next few minutes. Yeah, if you're not caught up, go catch up and then yeah, then jump back into this episode. It's been more th- way more than 24 hours. You've had every chance to watch it. It's not our fault. Yeah. And now we're warning you, so it's triple mm-hmm. not our fault. That's right. So, oh my God, like, everyone's dead. <laughs> well. Well, let's first off, let's go back. 
to um, the priest. We, fo- we found out a little bit about what's going on with the priest. Mm-hmm. I made a bold prediction last week yeah. that I said I believe that he locked his church doors and he let people outside and they all got eaten by zombies. And that turned out to be 100%. Correct. Correct. I nailed it. Good and job. I, you know, uh, I was me. I could not have made a prediction because I already read the comics. Was that what happened in the comics? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. See, so I have not read the comics. That was purely off the cuff. Uh, you know what? They should hire me to write that show. I'll just mm-hmm. put that out there right now. It makes sense. Makes sense. I know what's yeah. going to happen. Um. So, so we do we do we trust the priest now? I mean, that was a pretty crappy thing that he did, but it was just a moment of weakness. Well, I think that now that he's admitted it, maybe he can move on. But I'll tell you what, man. When when the whole thing came down later on, and and the and the cannibals get into the church, yep. And there's just a few people protecting Judith, the terminus guys. Well, I trust the priest now because he he could have come out. Is he a priest or is he a preacher? I don't know. I think he's a preacher. Anyway, he's he, the son of a preacher. He's man. not a priest because he was married to the lady with the glasses. Were parents. they married or were they just you know? Well, they looked like they were hugging. Um, well, that's foul. It's you not can't a Catholic, that. You they're can't not, hug somebody unless they're married. It's not a Catholic church, or it doesn't look like a Catholic church. Anyway, he's a preacher. Um, it's a, it's probably a Baptist church. He could have he could have turned on those guys right then and been empowered, and he didn't. But they did have guns like right there. So if he would have tried, like they would have just shot him, right? I guess. But I mean, like I don't think he was in a winnable situation. I think the safest thing to right. do is just not move, maybe, and just hope it's over soon. But he didn't turn on them. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. Unlike Bob. Who turned? Ah, oh, poor Bob. The, oh, Bob is dead, everybody. Well, I mean, we he all knew he was about to dead turn. Because yeah. uh, I got two words uh, to describe Bob. Spoiled meat! Oh, man. Spoiled meat! That was grossest the grossest thing. The best thing at the beginning of the episode, oh. we find out Bob reveals to the guys that are eating him and taunting him about eating his yeah. meat that he's been bitten. He's been bitten by a zombie. Spoiled meat! Spoiled meat! Hoorah! <laughs> he got one over that on was, them. He did get You know what? Point for Bob. Yep. Point for... And they didn't even know what to do at that point. They're just like, what do we... Do we kill him? Do we... I mean, like, he's just there laughing at us, and we, are we going to turn into zombies? Right? I think you might as well kill him right then, because then you know he's, you can't eat the meat anymore. I mean, yeah. What are you gonna, you're not going to keep eating him, so for practical purposes, just kill him. Yeah, they were like, we're not going to kill him because we might need him for some reason later on in the episode. Instead, they did dump him at the church and try to use him as like part of the thing. They tried to use him as bait, yeah. Instead, a little flipperoo, a little shim shammy shammy shim, Mm -hmm. as Rick and friends fake leave the church, make a bunch of noise, and take off, being like, we're going to go down here for days. And then who enters the church in the dead of night? The Terminus Cannibals. Gareth. Gareth. And the guy. And the Tiger fan. Who shall not be named. No. Is he a Tigers fan, Ray? Yes. Or did he kill a Tigers fan? Uh, Tigers fans are immortal, so, well, apparently they're not. <laughs> because they get to the church. They're holding everybody at gunpoint. They're bashing down rectory doors, putting holes in walls. It seems a very tense moment. They're about to just kill some of our heroes. They're, they're telling them, come out. We know you're in there. Don't make us come in there. It's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. And what ends up happening? Rick and Michonne and all them come back. Well, first, but first we see a couple people get taken down with silencer bullets. That's right. Guys on the outskirts hiding in the shadows. Drop down. At which point they've got the rest of the Terminus people right there. And they're like, what should we do with them? You guys are bad people. Tell us your story. Da, 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 da. And then. And Rick's just like, get on your knees. Get on your knees. Carl. You back there? Carl. Carl. I need you to kill these guys like he killed your mother. That's not what he actually yep, said. Gareth, Gareth kind of says, you don't have to kill us. Yeah, we can just go. You win. We're Gareth out. Says, I already made you a promise. 
I'm going to kill you with this red machete, and I'm not a liar. And then they just murder everybody in the church. There was just like a, it was a bloodbath. It wasn't just like, oh, we're just going to, and then they said, oh, you're not going to shoot us? Why why didn't you just shoot us? There's a reason you left us alive? Why didn't you just shoot us? If you were going to kill us, you would have just shot us already? Yep. And then Rick says... We didn't want to waste the ammo. Splat, splat, knife, <laughs> knife, knife through the face. Oh, man. Now, you raised a great point earlier mm-hmm. off the air. Why didn't they have take him outside first? Yeah. They left the church all bloody. They're living there for the time it's being. Dirty. We have to. This We live here. This Come is on. why we can't have nice things. The, the, priest comes, the preacher comes out and says, guys, I know you're visiting, but I have to live here. I, this is my home. Why would you murder people with knives in my home? They didn't even put down a tarp or anything, like American Psycho style. Yeah. So Rick's officially completely flipped his mind, right? No. They're going to have to put him down, right? I think Rick just... uh... Rick's going to get everybody killed. No. He is a murder... He is melded into a murderous psychopath. I think they've decided that they have to do what they have to do. They were very pragmatic. Their souls are gone, or nearly gone right now. Whose souls are gone? The heroes. Everybody's souls are gone. Everybody's had to do things like this. <sighs> they led they so led. So you by wanted him code. to let them go, Ray? No, you shouldn't have let them go. Okay, so so if you're going to kill them, don't waste bullets. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But take him outside. Take him outside. Take him outside. I'm just Don't saying. make a mess. And then the final thing that happens, the very final scene, we see Beth is in a hospital of some kind for next week's episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, who? Daryl. Oh, out. yeah, no, the last thing we see is, yeah. Someone is uh, who's who's out? Is it Michonne out yeah. hanging out by the outside? Here's some rustling in the in the woods. Yep. Daryl comes out, and then after a second, Daryl says, "You can come out now. You can come out now." And we don't know who that I is. I assumed it was Carol. You thought it was, I don't think it's Carol. You don't at think all. it's Carol at all. Carol would not be hanging back. Carol would be like, "Fuck!" Oh, <laughs> Carol would be like, uh, "Forget you. I'm not hanging back." Carol would be like, "Bleep that noise!" Right. Am I right. Uh, fair. I don't know. Like, I don't. If the situation was, Daryl be all like, Daryl, you hang back. I think it could be Beth. You think so? Mm-hmm. But why would he be hiding her from? I don't know. It's weird. He's like, hang back. I don't know what happened. Yeah. You know, we heard a lot. We heard shooting. We heard fighting fair back enough. here. Fair enough. Well, I think uh, it's. I think it's a uh, Carol or Coral. Or does he have? Well, if he had somebody imprisoned, maybe they're tied up. With you know, they're tied up and they have the hands maybe. tied up. That's maybe. the only. That's the only thing I can think. Well, uh, that we'll just leave that for next week because I bet it gets answered sooner uh, rather than later. Whatever happens is going to be awesome, as proven by the rest of the season. Well, fair enough. Well, Walking Dead. Walking Dead, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to come right back. We're going to wrap up the show after three seconds of Prince. <laughs> Well, Ray, we didn't talk much about the Lakers, and there's a reason for that. Indeed. They've already lost their first-round draft pick out for the year. They suck. And they're not going to be good. Steve I think Nash, we can decide this already. Steve Nash money. out for the year. Kobe had a good game tonight, but they still or uh, last night, but they still got destroyed. Lakers are not going to win 20 games this year. Yeah, they are I, awful. I don't know any way they win 30 games. I'd put it way lower than that. But yeah. anyway, how about your boy LeBron James? He had his homecoming tonight. Oh, my gosh. Debut in Cleveland. Throw the chalk in the air. Against the New York Knicks. And they're not very good. I mean, the sacrifice, they had to feel like sacrificial lamps tonight, right? Put on the schedule so that you can be a a quote-unquote named team that isn't very good. To be put like lamps to the slaughter. LeBron James is going to murder them. He's going to murder them like they're Bob and eat their legs. Except! Oh, oh no. Oh dear, what happened? Except! The New York Knicks went into Cleveland, and LeBron's grand return 
and I'm beat coming home and beat coming home the Cleveland Cavaliers coming home and LeBron James eight turnovers eight turnovers for LeBron has a miserable game do you realize there's only like one player on the entire Cleveland Cavaliers ro- roster this is what i heard earlier that has playoff experience at all yeah kevin love not a not had a lot of playoff experience 17 points for lebron 5 out of 15 shooting that's not good at all eight turnovers man not I heard, good i heard he's going to he's going to bury himself in what, in mulch in mulch and he's just going to hide at a construction site i don't site think anyone will find forward. him there no, I mean, um, not unless Denver police are in town. I'm just saying, that's good That's good police work. <laughs> Kevin Love had an okay game. 19 points. That's good. Kevin Love's a great player, man. 19 points, 14 rebounds. That's solid. So since we overreact all the time, does this mean Cleveland is no longer the favorite to win the NBA title? Absolutely not. Oh, I mean, okay. they're going to yeah. take a little while to gel, yeah. obviously. You would think. LeBron's not going to have very many nights like that. I'm coming. Maybe home. he's uh, wanted to. Maybe he wanted to do a little bit too much tonight. Coming home, you know, it's a big trying too hard. You got to relax for the Although fans. Five out of fifteen. Fifteen shots is not that many shots. It's not. Maybe he's trying to be like you know more of a giving player, like Shell Silverstein's the giving tree. Kyrie Irving had a good game. You know, twenty-two points. I like it. But LeBron, whew, eight turnovers. Can't have that. Not good. Not good. So LeBron, shame on you. Maybe it's time to retire. Yep. Old man clearly doesn't have it anymore. We're clearly not overreacting after one game. Nope. But uh, tonight, you guys got owned by the Knicks. Yeah, and that's Carmelo. bad. Yep. You got beat by Carmelo at home. You, you're wrong. Correct. In any case, it's time to wrap up the show. Uh, there's mm-hmm. lots of ways that people get a hold of us. First off, thank you for listening. We really do appreciate that. Why don't you check us out on iTunes? Give us a five-star review. Post something fun for us to say. Check us out on Stitcher Radio. Check out the Stitcher Radio app. Or just go there. It's a web-based program. Check us out. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. I am at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. Or the show. Tweet at Ray Brent Podcast. You can email the show, raybrentpodcast at gmail.com. Or check us out on Facebook. That's our main site, facebook.com slash Podcast. Give us a like on that show. Interact with the show. Be a part of it. And uh, that's where you're going to get all your links to uh, iTunes, assuming you don't subscribe to the show, or Stitcher Radio, in case you haven't favored it already. But if you haven't, why haven't you? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Seriously. Like, you are making me cry. You're making Brent cry. Or is that the Royals game still? Probably the Royals game. Okay, I was just making sure. (laughs) We got a lot of people we need to thank this week. We have to thank Madison Bumgarner. No, no, we don't have to thank. Thank you for ruining my dreams and the dreams of Kansas City fans. And by the way, (laughs) and by the way, uh, San Francisco, shame on you. Burning a couch, fighting the cops in San Francisco. Act like you've been there before. You've been there three times the last five years. Come on It's your third World Series. Stop acting like Michigan State fans out there, okay? Thank you. Burning couches and fighting cops. Burning couches with a cowbell. Shame on you. Shame on you. We need more cowbell, less burning couches. This this should be overturned immediately. Kansas City is the World Series champions. As far as I'm concerned, Kansas City just won. Thank you. Congratulations, Yay. We'll never be royals. Royals. (laughs) Yeah, we need to get out of here before Brent has a massive meltdown. I do. People, we need to thank. We got to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The train wrecks. We got to thank Jordan Monsell. Jordan Monsell. Silhouettes by Jordan. Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook or jordanmonsell.com. Buy Mm -hmm. some art. Yep. They didn't Monsell it to you. That's right. Never not funny. Uh, I got to thank David Knoll, the plucky David's dandy team. One and on seven. A winning, the, well, if he on wins a winning this week, streak, he'll be on a winning streak after he beats Ray. You know what? I'll give him one game as a winning. Based mm-hmm. on how well I thought his team was going to do, one and seven is all right with me. Yeah. Congratulations to David Knoll for producing. And thanks to Greg Lopez for making the uh, jingle. 
Yep. He's getting arrested now. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Do you want to thank Brent? Mm, I want to thank, like I said, Mass Bumgarner for stealing the dreams of yours truly. Now I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. And I would like to to just take a second before we get into everything else. Yeah, okay. We got a lot to talk about this week. To to talk about an American hero. Oh, okay. Okay. Robert Mandigo. Robert Mandigo. Yeah. You know, I, of course I, you know who Robert no, Mandigo is. Of course is, I right? don't know who Robert Who's That's Robert right. Mandigo? It's not Robert Mandigo. It's Roger Mandigo. I'll start over. Okay. All right. <laughs>